Welcome back to another episode of Country and Cold Cans. I'm Logan sitting here with Trucker Andy and Kyle. Be sure to give us five stars and a great review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, and Stitcher. Uh, check out the website, countryandcoldcans.com, for blog content. And you know if you go to countryandcoldcans.com slash shop, we have our brand new, just in time for the summer, Country and Cold Cans 24, uh, as in the year 2024, T-shirts and hats that have just hit the shop. Because, you know, here's a movement everybody can get behind this country music and cold cans. And so just to celebrate that, you know, let's unify America. Let's stop the division. Let's heal the country. A little bit of country and cold cans. Country and cold cans, 24 shirts and hats available on the website right now. Uh, and then, you know, in the description of this podcast, there is a link that goes to speakpipe.com slash cold cans where you can leave us a voicemail. We really want you to leave us a voicemail, any questions, any comments, anything you just want to say to us. We'll play it on the show. We will respond. Uh, so click in the description where it says click here to leave us a voicemail. You know what to do from there. All right, fellas, here we are uh, breaking our streak of like six album reviews in a row. Uh, I <laughs> I was sitting there and got to looking at it when I was producing last week's episode and, and posted it. And I was like, damn, we really have done nothing but album reviews lately. People keep dropping hot fire, you know. It's true. It's true. Yeah. What can you but, do? But this week we're back with a six pack song song roundup. We haven't done one of those in a while, probably since the beginning of the year, I want to say. But we have a uh, mismatch of different artists, some mainstream-ish, some independent, and just a variety of sounds within the roots and roots-adjacent world. Um, before we get into that, I haven't listened to it yet, but have you guys seen the article that's been circulating today about Riley Green did an acoustic like teaser of a new song coming out? No. I saw the article, but I didn't read it. I didn't so. either. Um, the, a lot of people, from what I've seen on social media, take that with a grain of salt. But they've said that this sounds like it could be one of his best songs he's released. Um, I like the way I, I saw a couple lines from it that were uh, written on some tweets. And then I liked what I saw. Haven't heard it yet. Definitely going to check that out. But I'm curious as to what we're going to get. I think I know what we're going to get sound wise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank More rally green. We'll probably hear it. He'll probably release it three times. <laughs> Andy will never let it go. I mean, forgive him for that. Oh, well, you're going to hear like probably the six best songs on the record. They're all going to be singles. And they're going to be an EP re-released. And then it's going to be the album. Which and is like half of it we've already heard. Yeah. Already. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why I don't get hype about albums anymore. Because like, I've already heard at least half of it. I'm with nice. you on that. I, I hate that that's the way things are now, but streaming has definitely flipped everything on its head in terms of album releases. Yeah, I just want somebody to shit, just dump it when just dump an album. A la Eric Church with Mr. Yeah. Misunderstood. He just, just dropped that. No promo. Beyonce did, did it once. No, somebody like, somebody else did that. More recent than Mr. Misunderstood. I don't remember who it was. Mm, Co kind of did it with Harold Salha. Because we were actually one of the first two articles on the internet back then that were talking about saying that we had heard, you know, talk that, as they say on the some of the podcasts I listened to, the rumor and innuendo was that he was releasing it at midnight that night. And somebody kept commenting. They're like, do you know this for sure? And I'm like, no. I was like, I'm going to do what all the other media outlets do. 
If it's wrong, we'll Maybe. issue a retraction and nobody will pay attention to the retraction. No, no, you just shadow edit. Just pretend like yeah. you never never, never like, wrote it. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. That could be it. <laughs> I think that might have been it. I can't think of anything else, but it, it was heavily rumored that the album was going to come out, but I don't think it was ever any official statements True. that it was. True. But all right, let's jump into the six pack song roundup for this week. Um, the very first person that we're going to be checking out is uh, Andy. I think you had sent this to us. I, I want to say, yeah, um, we've, we've been before, like at least once. So yeah, I was gonna say I couldn't remember if we talked about him on the show or if it was in the group thread that we have on via text. But so we have he's, talked about him on the show. Been, um, yeah, at least once, maybe twice, actually. Okay, good deal. Ben so Better Sean, is the one we did on the show. Okay, Ben Better. Uh, yeah, I do oh, remember okay. that. Not yeah, to say man. it. But uh, Sean David, we have another song of his back on the song roundup called Make Matters Worse. Well, that's dark. Andy, what do you think? It's very dark. And I like dark. It's it's fun. <laughs> uh, I like songs. The only real issue I have with it, is, I mean, I like songs that sound like this, but I feel like everybody is starting to do songs that sound like this. And that's just not that cool to me. But I like it's, it's really dark. I like dark. It's kind of going along with, and there are trends in all, all music, not just mainstream, but like it seems like people are really leaning to kind of a more rock sound in certain areas of the music space lately. This kind of is right in there with it. I like the song. Don't love the song. Um, but yeah, it's very dark. I mean, I'm assuming he's talking about, you know, things are so bad that he's going to commit suicide before he makes it worse. Don't know the logic on that one. But it's a um, interesting song. It's very, very grim outlook, I would say. Kyle? song makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm at, you know, me and um, Andy are more the <clears throat> less sympathetic, so we say, compared to you, Logan. And I don't, I don't know. The song makes me uncomfortable. Kind of talks about it flippantly. True. And I don't know. That's I don't know if I vibe with that. I like the sound, sure. <clears throat> I'm big on the rock music, like Andy. I don't know. It just makes me uncomfortable every time I hear it. I would feel really awkward and almost bad if I played this in the car in a playlist, just not even thinking about it. And you know, we all know somebody who's had a suicide in their family or a close friend. If it's all played in the car with them, I would feel really bad. Yeah, I I can agree with you on that. It can make for an awkward encounter. Um, yeah, I would. I don't know. I just in certain situations, of, kind of flippant, and I don't know how I feel about that. It's just I don't know. I feel I get a bad. I get an uneasy feeling. Yeah, Andy, what do you think? Do you think this is kind of like similar? I think it feels a little different sonically from some of the other stuff we've heard. From him or like yeah, the from sound. like the from like Ben Better, like the sound. Oh yeah, way drastically different. Oh, I think almost all of his other stuff is some of it's very country and everything else. So it's a country Southern rock, maybe 
Yeah. If I'm remembering correctly. We're way different. Yeah. Well, I'm curious to know what people think about this. You know, like we say, click the description in the link. Tell us what you think about Make Matters Worse by Sean David. If you don't like Dark, just don't listen to it. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <clears throat> All right, now let's flip it into pretty much the opposite direction. We have, uh, it's not even neo-traditional, it's just straight-up traditional country. Uh, we talked about him briefly. I'm more of a fan than the other two guys, um, but we talked about him briefly when he because he was featured on the Ernest record when we did the Flower Shops Two Dozen Roses album review. But here's one of the new ones from the brand new uh, record that was just released by Jake Worthington called Ain't Got You to Hold. There ain't no honky tonks in Texas. George ain't got no hexes. That sun ain't hot. Beer ain't good. Ice cold. Well, Willie ain't in Austin. Smoking dope and coughing. So I'll go quick. Love this. Just the sound of it. This is 1980s George Strait kind of reminiscent type of sound to me. This isn't even 90s. This is like 80s country kind of sound. Um, it's kind of got a little bit of a almost like to a, a, a swing to it that you can dance to. Um, it, this is just further proof that, you know, they've been doing list type stuff for a long, long time in country music. But the production on it really kind of influences how you look at it in some ways because you know i always say hank jr's um country boy can't survive is one of the biggest listastic songs there ever was but we all like it um i i like this era the what this uh sound of this song kind of harkens back to i like this era of country music a lot i love 80s george so this is kind of a little bit up my alley um <laughs> and i also like you know just the the, the at the end of it, I'm glad that I ain't got you to hold just that kind of like very nice F you at the end there. But uh, Kyle, curious what you think. Um, I like the sound, I'm in the same boat with you there. Um, my only criticism is this is getting really close to a straight ripoff. Uh, it does, is very reminiscent. I mean, the beginning of the song is All My Exes Live in Texas. I think they call that a interpolation or something. I can't pronounce the word, but it's uh, yeah. Even, he's <laughs> even he's even trying to sound like George Strait. I mean, there's not look. You know, we I what's the saying? Cheating is seeing how much you copy and get away with it. No, um, that is how his vocals are, though. I will sure, defend him I mean, on yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, like we beat up Tristan Mraz with that song that he did with Ronnie Dunn. And the only reason we gave him a pass was because Ronnie Dunn was on this, or the neon, not neon moon, something. God, I know which song you're talking about. It's but very close to neon. Moon. Moon. Yeah. Um, the only reason we gave him a pass is because Ronnie Dunn was on the song to like kind of ripping off of Brooks and Dunn. So this is, it's pretty darn close. It's pretty close to a ripoff. Not gonna call yeah, it. I mean, off. it's very. It is very it's, similar. It reminded me of a George Strait song at the very beginning. So I'm with you on that. If the way <laughs> I looked at the song was, if George Strait was litigious, I think he could win a case for like <laughs> copyright infringement on this song. <laughs> well, I will say, um, I'm Andy. I know you're not gonna like it. Not this song specifically, <laughs> but the album. Kyle, I think you might like the album. So I kind of like recommend maybe if you got some yeah. free time. 
throwing some of them on there. Now let's go to who's known to be a hater of country music at times, like actual <laughs> traditional country. Uh, Trucker Andy, what do you think? I would agree with Kyle on the, the the way it sounds. I was like, this sounds exactly like George Strait. And then for a minute, I was like, this may be actually a soundtrack, you know, with different words from a George Strait song. Like I was, but I kind of was thinking I couldn't place it. Like it may be two George Strait songs mixed together where that might get you, might get you from getting sued. But uh, I didn't, the words just, they're not my words, man. Andy prefers songs about killing yourself. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fair assessment. (laughs) No, you know, what's interesting about this, this song and this album, the producer is Joey Moy, who was Nickelback's producer, who's Morgan Wallen's producer, who's Hardy's producer and who's Ernest's producer. He did the Jake Worthington album. Like I got a hats off to Joey Moy for learning how to not have everything be a wall of sound. I said this on the Ernest record. He's kind of finally finding his groove with actual country production. So I got I got to give him a tip of the cap on that. Yeah. This is a I far mean, cry from when he was producing Photograph. Oh, okay. That's, song, but... that's a good song. I, I like that song. <laughs> okay. Okay. That song's that's a banger. Yeah, <laughs> there ain't okay. nobody that when that song like kicks off, there ain't nobody that isn't in the room and hears it and isn't singing it. Oh yeah, I mean, you, but I'm just yeah, saying, like it's a it's a very different sounding song than this. <laughs> hey, every even if you pretend, even the people that don't like it, they sing it under their breath. Oh, 100 percent. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> last thing I'm gonna say is, looks like a Jewish straight album cover too. <laughs> I, it's just a country album cover. Maybe Jake Worthington. <laughs> ain't got you to hold alright let's move into a middle ground between all of this a guy that I am a fan of been a fan since his 2012 record um, 2017 record while he does veer a little bit into the poppier side of times um, I've definitely we've seen, seen him in concert twice Andy and I talked to him for a while Andy's wearing his hat or on top of his hat right now he just grabbed his Logan Mize hat super nice guy uh, he has a new track out called Hope I'm Not the Only One. This song had me a little worried on the the sound of the intro. I, mm-hmm. I was I was getting a little worried on that. But aside from, I'm just trying to figure. Out, I I absolutely love this song. But uh, if this song sounded like used up, this would be way up there on my list. This is a song. It's a perfect example of a song that I'm not sure if it's actually good or not from the standpoint of it is so like relatable to me i will absolutely love it but i can't see past that to know if it would actually be good if you don't relate to it at all i personally would give it 20 out of 10 i I, I get what you mean because there's a lot to unpack with this song about how i feel about it um you kind of summed up some of it there but first and foremost 
there were some interesting, I would say, production choices, especially at the beginning. With um, <laughs> it, it definitely veers into a more pop direction, which he he can do sometimes. I didn't love the production on this song. I do appreciate that they kind of went a little bit more organic, even though it has a pop melody and kind of pop feel in the chorus. But you can hear the the pedal steel in the mix in the chorus. But over that wasn't enough for me to dislike the song because, like Andy said, the song is just so relatable to me. It ca- it kind of catches that for some people teenage some people early tw- early to mid 20s kind of angst you know what i mean about not knowing what direction your life's going to go kind of just like the questioning is this going to happen for me or am i going to grow up that that is a to your point andy i don't know if it was actually objectively a well written song i tend to lean towards yes but it's just so relatable for me that i'm kind of you know same way you are on that like i, I just this the the writing on this song hit the right buttons for me. So it, like I said, I, I'm kind of mixed on it just because I don't love the production, but I love the idea of the song and just like what it's about. And the, the chorus kind of definitely um, saved itself a little bit in terms of sonically. Uh, Kyle? Oh, wow. Uh, y'all had a lot more in-depth thoughts on that song than I did. I just thought it was a cool song. <laughs> I didn't really think it was that deep of a song. I just thought it was a cool song. I didn't. Yeah, yo, yo, saw way deeper into that song than I ever did. <laughs> I thought it was just kind of like a when poppy Kyle's country been with the song. same girl for ten years. He he's like, you know what? This is cool. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a fun song. Kyle must. I don't hate. Kyle it. must not be an overthinker. <laughs> no, I am the furthest thing from an overthinker. I just let it roll, man. Oh, this song for is definitely for the overthinkers. Which yeah, I'm very much guilty. <laughs> I'm the I might be, of an overthinker. Yeah, I might be an underthinker to a fault where, you know, sometimes I just roll with it and I'm like, damn it, I should have thought that through a little better. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I did hey, hats off to you guys. Y'all saw way deeper than this than I ever did. <laughs> just listened to it and I was like, that was fun. I enjoyed that. Andy, I think that that's Kyle's nice way of saying that our early twenties angst is uh this is like a more pop kind of sugary kind of sounding song that has underlying early twenties angst that that hit some type of chord and put us in our feels. And Kyle's just like, you know what? Shit was dope. Yeah. <laughs> not much, not much else to say. I'm glad uh, y'all <laughs> laid out such a fine dissertation on it. <laughs> but that's I uh, hope I'm not the only one by Logan Mize. Uh, Andy, I'm glad you liked it because I was hoping I was not going to be the only one. But uh, all right, next up, uh, we have a new one from. So Sunday Best is a band that I, I've been listening to since probably 2014 or 15. Um, the lead singer in that band, Nicholas Jamerson, we've had him on this show. Really cool dude. Fantastic artist. Love his solo stuff. Um, Sunday Best just put out a new record, but he also has a new album that's been re- um, announced for his solo stuff. I believe it's his fourth solo record. I want to say, but he has a single that's accompanying the release called Billy Graham Parkway. Uh, so check it out. If it wasn't in the name of love now, I wouldn't understand how everything disappears now it's here and it's gone 
So Kyle, I'm going to go to you first, but before I do, uh, just kind of give you guys some context around this song. He did, so he actually didn't write this song, which is not normally something that Nick Jamerson does. He normally writes the stuff he releases. This was written by his late friend, uh, Alan Cormier. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing the last name correctly. Um, but it, it's, you know, it, it's basically just about someone narrated by someone who's like, you kind of looking at what is the true reasoning behind people's motivations, you know, and it was kind of inspired by um, a three car pileup that was on the uh, Billy Graham Parkway in Charlotte, North Carolina. And it was kind of, that was the inspiration for the song from what I can gather. Um, but Kyle, what did you think? I'm going to say this would not without disparaging the song for two thirds of the song. I had no idea what it was about. <laughs> And then, you know, you, you reference the three-car pileup uh, on the Billy Graham Parkway. And then he throws, which is kind of what I thought the song was about to you, uh, said that was, <laughs> it was like a heavy-handed insult at the uh, prosperity gospel, which is what yeah. I thought he was talking about. And then I was like, okay. I still struggle to really understand what it's about. <laughs> It's a fine song. I mean, but you, what you told, what you had just said now changes what I think the song was about. I thought it was just a slap at inspiration or prosperity gospel. <laughs> because somebody I, got in a car wreck I, and they're talking about, I, was he going to go to I think that was an element. Yeah. yeah. That was an element of it because it is um, kind of just like, it, it's, it's just not there. specifically, <laughs> that was just one example of like questioning people's motivations. Like, what is it that, why are they doing what they're doing? And if it gets into the chorus, like if it isn't in the name of love, you know, like, cause yeah. that's really what we're supposed to be doing. Um, I, I kind of first time through Kyle, I, I was with you. I was like, is this a shot at, <laughs> like you said, prosperity gospel or evan- televangelist, whatever. And there are a lot of them that I think the criticism's fair. Um, sure. I'm a, now I'm a big Billy Graham fan. Uh, I think Billy Graham did a lot, a lot of great work through the years there. Now on the flip side, don't seen there are a lot of them that I'm not fans of, but yeah, that's I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm in the Billy Graham camp. I'm just not. And there are some that are out there that are, you know, kind of, uh, shysters, which is why I was more confused because and I was like, I know it's a rude, but Billy Graham had nothing to do with prosperity gospel. Yeah. And I was just saying, I'm, I'm just so confused. Yeah. Andy, what'd you think? Uh, I thought I was going to get roasted for saying this, but eh, this is going to be a little bit long. I'm going to have to go with no comment because while I was listening to it, I determined I don't have the brain power today to process this, which generally would be a good thing. I generally like songs that take brain power, and today won't it. <laughs> it's one that requires multiple listens, letting it marinate, and trying to. It isn't a sugar rush. You That's, know, it isn't something was- you just listen to once and know what it's about. Because at first I had no idea what he was talking about. And then I think I, I started to get the gist of it, but didn't, I ain't got the brain for that today. Yeah, this Surely was one that took me multiple listens to. Like I'm still picking up on things that I missed for the through the first five times I listened to it. I'm curious. Like I, I want to keep listening to this to try to get more of a grasp. But yeah. <laughs> overall, I like it because I, I'm, a, I'm generally a big fan of, of Nick Jamerson's solo stuff. I think he's a fantastic artist and a great writer. And um, this this was something that kind of piqued my interest when I heard it. And, you know, like you said, it's just going to it takes a little time to kind of process some of it. Yes, I'm well aware that I have not a good enough understanding of this song to really comment on it. Yeah, that's fair. But 
That's uh, Billy Graham Parkway by Nicholas Jamerson. <clears throat> All right, next up, in the very first instance of someone getting really popular in the kind of Zach Bryan-influenced wow. young people, he shares a producer with Zach Bryan, um, Eddie Spear, produces for this guy named Sam Barber. Um, that's Zach's producer. He's had a bunch of streams on a couple of songs. This is one that he just released. It's getting <clears throat> quite a few streams itself called Drowning. Then it keeps on pouring down sees your pain Well this wind stirs up a hurricane Then I'll keep on drowning as long as you're away All right, Andy, go to you first. I did think he was trying to sing like Zach Bryan. That was that was my thought on that. Uh I like it though. I mean I I like the little ba- the banjo in it. That was that was nifty. Yeah, it's got a fiddle breakdown, a banjo breakdown. Uh, Kyle, what did you yeah. think? Oh, sorry, Andy, go for it. Yeah, I, I like the instrumentation quite a bit, but it did feel like he was trying to ride some Zach Bryan coattails on the way he was singing. I don't know enough about the guy. I know if that's just how he sounds. Oh man, um, yeah. So I'm gonna give Jake Worthington a slight break for ripping off George Strait. Still dripping off Zach Bryan. <laughs> He's clout chasing, man. And just just be your own person, man. Like, you can't... St- all right, here's what I'll say. Song and all that might be fine. I just got annoyed because I was like, this dude takes the Zach Bryan growl and does it at the end of every verse. And I'm annoyed. Because, you know, Zach Bryan's growl has a slight effect because he does it he doesn't do it every five seconds. Right. It's well, you can say well placed, but it's placed at a strategic point for effect. Stuart does it at the end of every verse, or the start of every verse. I'm just like, uh. so it's, it would be like, you know, me stealing the most iconic thing about you, Logan, and being like, just it's me. Like no, I'm a I'm a rather boring person. I don't have well, any iconic yeah. things. Well, you know, it's like the most <laughs> the number one thing we. It's like me stealing Logan's car and be like, see, you know, it's it's me now. We're like no, everyone knows uh, that's Logan's car. You know, it's like you take the most easily associated thing about someone. You can't rip it off for yourself. It's not like a Logan's cowboy haircut. hat. There we go, Logan's, Logan's haircut. haircut. Yep, I did Logan's haircut. Everybody be like, well, you're kind of ripping off Logan, you know? Like, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm myself. Like, no. You, you know, comfort color shirts, khakis. Wearing one right now, country and cold cans. So you can get one on the shop. Seafoam yeah. green. Some Chris Hayes glasses. <laughs> you, know, I mean, you know, you can't rip off somebody's style and then be like, I'm being my own person. Like, you can no. take inspiration. But like, well, at some point, it this, seems like you're... Th- this song was interesting to me for that very reason, because I'm with you for the most part. It's I think they're part of the reason it sounds so similar to Zach Bryan is strategic. Another part of the reason is it's the same producer and Eddie Spear from what everything we've ever heard from him kind of has that same kind of like his fingerprints are on this. It's, it's not very compressed. It's very open um, like it's very organic. Um, it's very acoustic. Um, now the way he sings and his inflections, very reminiscent of Zach Bryan. Um, that being said, I do like the song. I do. I think it's a solid song. 
Um, but I, I do agree it is pretty close to Zach. Even like his promotional stuff he's done, he's like recording, singing into a microphone out in a field, kind of like um, mm-hmm. or, or outdoors, kind of like Zach Bryan did at the very beginning. I think that's strategic because, you know, it, music's a copycat business. I don't say that disparagingly. It just is. Slightly bur- blurred album cover. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the aesthetics of the single cover are very similar to a Zach Bryan thing. And like I said, I think that's strategic and they even use the same producer. But like I said, that all can be true. And I, I still, I think I like the song. I think it's a fine song. Um, <coughs> uh, but yeah, I was, I was curious about that one because I kind of had the same thoughts you guys did um, regarding Drowning by Sam Barber. All right. Last one in the six pack song roundup. We have a return to the song roundup by Randall King with a new song called green eyes blue. All right, Kyle, throw it over to you first. Chef's kiss, man. Well done. Fantastic. What country music sound like? Um, I'm really high on Randall King. I think, was it last year that I put him in my top three albums of the year with uh, Shot Glass? Yeah, more Randall- last year or the year before. Yeah. Um, yeah, I want more Randall King, man. Just more of this, please. Um. I love the clever take of equating, you know, the color of her eyes to like her emotions. Um, I don't have anything other than high praise for this song. It's just fantastic. Top to bottom. I want to say first and foremost, that shout out to someone finally giving us green eyed people, something in a song here. Cause everybody always wants to sing about blue eyes. You know what? Everybody ain't blue eyes. Majority of people out there ain't blue eyes. A lot of us have brown eyes, green eyes. Here's one for the green eyes people. Uh, we, we got one on this, and I'm with you. This song's fantastic. Randall King is what country music radio should sound like. Uh, neo-traditional, but still modern enough that it, it, it's this is what I like. Uh, I'm a big Randall King guy. Um, and I, like you said, I love the turn of phrase with the, the hook of the song. Don't want to turn those green eyes blue. Make her sad using colors to uh, for an analogy for emotions. Andy? This song sounds so good. I don't think I even care what he's singing about. The, the pedal steel, I love the guitar riff. And the opening where you get like whatever that little sound is when you slide your finger like on an acoustic guitar string, how it like that's in the very beginning. That like hook, that's like to me, that's like the chef's kiss of the song. This song sounds so good. He could sing about anything. Andy's like, he could be going, I love communism. <laughs> and Andy'd be like, hell yeah. <laughs> I, that guitar yeah, are, riff I, and the pedal steel in it is just spectacular. Yeah. It's also funny. He says SOB. I don't know how I like uh-huh. that. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm a son of a bitch too. But. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what they what what key they have that guitar tuned in, Andy, but it slaps. I could listen to that just instrumental. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know what what is keyed in, but it sounds phenomenal. 
this song is produced to perfection in my mind. This, this is like I said, this is what mainstream country in my perfect world would have a lot more of on the radio. And he has, and he's his own person. He's not trying to rip somebody off. Can be done. <laughs> Can be done. I'm, I still am surprised I haven't heard him on country radio yet. He signed to a major I heard, now. I heard Colby Cooper on country radio. Really? Yes. Excuses. The other day. I've yet to hear him. But, Which hey, baffles, this is baffling. Song's a banger. That's for sure. I'm, I'm ready for the new record from Randall King. Certified but, twanger. That's right. Slappers, bangers, certified twangers. All right. In the description of this podcast, there is a link that says click here to leave us a voicemail. Let us know what you think about any of these songs. If you have any questions for us, hit us there. We'll respond to you next week. Um, and like I said, the brand new, we're trying to unite America here. And what a better way to do it than country music and cold cans. Country and cold cans 2024 uh, campaign shirts and hats are available on countryandcoldcans.com slash shop. Be sure to give us five stars and a great review. Make sure you hit subscribe, share it with your friends. And uh, for this episode of Country and Cold Cans, I'm Logan, sitting here with Trucker Andy and Kyle. We'll see you next time.